And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smoking Tobacco Show. I am Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Mr. Jonathan M. Carney from La Flor Dominicana and Hacking Gourmet, as well as my girlfriend, Smoking Nicole. Guys, welcome to the show. We have a very special guest. We have two guests tonight um, from Ash Quarterly. We have Jason and Rebecca. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, it's uh, we, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have a lot going on. Next week is going to be a, a, a very busy show, a busy day, busy week. Um, so we, we have a lot to cover before then. We have a lot to cover with you guys. Um, you know, Thank you for taking some time to sit down with us and enjoy. What are you guys smoking tonight? I'm doing the leather rose. Oh, Nicole likes well, those. Well, typically I don't like sweet cigars. Normally I like full body, but this leather rose is incredible. I actually... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I actually, I haven't had the Leather Rose or any, any of those. Uh, I know Nicole's had some of them, and she enjoys them really really well. Um, they're on my list. I'm in the same boat, too. I'm usually not a huge fan of the sweet stuff or the infused stuff. Not that I have anything against it. Hold on before some people get defensive watching. Uh, I don't have anything against it. Everyone likes what they like. Just not for me. But those are on my list to try because I, I really want to try those. Well, actually, I see a lot of guys online saying how much they love the Letter Rose, and I was, like, really surprised. Well, I'm the same way. I'm not a big, infused, or sweet kind of guy, but the Leather Rose, like, I feel like the sweetness goes away a lot quicker on that one than the others, and then you get more flavor of tobacco, and just, it's, it's got a little more body to it than, like, the Sweet Jane. Right. Um, so I'll have that every now and then if I've got a little sweet craving or something. And then a lot of people, like, sell out boxes. Like, we see people that will buy three or four boxes as soon as it comes in. It's yeah. so popular. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that that they're pumping out over there, Drew Estate, they they have a habit of making this these crazy things, these really popular things, or oddities, or rarities, and you know, yeah, that stuff it, it, it does go quick. You know, it, just like a lot of their other stuff, no surprise. Um, you know, they make they make some good cigars over there. It's a, you know, not not really a shock. I like their Cuba Arte, but that's probably the only acid that I like. Yeah, for me it was. Um, the Amigos, which is made, I think it's exclusive. John, it you is. can probably back me up. Is it? it? Is. Yeah, it's, it's exclusive. exclusive for two guys. Exclusive, two guys cigars, um, which is right up here in our neck of the woods, um, just just north of the border, um, which is cool because it comes in a two pack, under like a double band, uh, which is fun. But I like that cigar a lot. It's really good. Well, I think when it's an exclusive to like your area, you kind of like it a little bit more, regardless. Yeah, eat, you know, <laughs> it's almost like this little secret thing that you have in your area. And you're like, oh yeah, you guys don't know about this. It's kind of how I feel like, like Casa Fuente in Las Vegas too. Like, they have like some cool stuff out there, but like you can only get it there. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we've spent entirely way too much time in flavor infused cigars. Jason, what are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the McAuliffe uh, Magdalia. So, uh, oh, good cigar. I I love this cigar. It's phenomenal. Um, really, really good. What about you, John? I'm smoking an acid toast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm smoking a uh, LFD Maduro cabinet number five. It's a Toro nice. size Maduro wrapper binder. And then I got a little 2015 LG uh, Cubano here uh, to back it up if I finish this one because I've been smoking pretty quick today. It's my first cigar of the day, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, mine as well. I yeah, I was busy doing... Um, yeah, I was busy doing some graphic work today. I did a lot of graphic work and phone calls, and I just didn't have a chance to really sit out and have a cigar. 
when I start doing the graphic stuff for um, for our cooking shows and the gourmet sessions, and then we've got the, the May Day Eve one-year massacre coming up um, next week, too. So I've been putting together some art stuff. It takes me forever because I'm not very good at it. So to make it look good, everything takes two or three times as long as it should. But, well, hey, we're, we're very happy to have you guys on. We appreciate it. Um, Nicole, what are you smoking? Um, I have a Nova Leo 10. That is a really good cigar. We have a couple left. They're really good. Um, they're going to be on our cover of our next issue. Hmm. And they were on the cover a few back. And we really, really like them. Yeah, Leo is awesome. Leo is amazing. Um, you know, she has been part of, um, you know, our show, one of our partners since the beginning. Um, and Nova has been, you know, great to us. Um, they donated to our charity coming up. Um, and they're just, she's a great person. So She's very outgoing. She is so bubbly. And, um, well, Sue, well, she has an announcement, I think, with some more Nova stuff later this year coming at PCA. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. that. So I don't want to. Yeah, she'll have, I, th- I think, she, I think, I think she, uh, she'll have a couple new announcements, yeah. um, coming up, which would be awesome. Uh, so you guys have, uh, a quarterly publishing known as yep. Ash Quarterly. A subscription-based, it also includes cigars. Now, if I remember correctly, you get three cigars per shipment, and one of the, and then the, there's a fourth cigar, which you guys donate for every subscription towards Cigars for Warriors. So you guys yourselves, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, we have a charity fundraiser that we're working on, but you guys do some charity work yourself. How did that come about? Yeah, well, so uh, we actually upped it probably about four or five months ago to four cigars and then a fifth to... Uh, Cigars for Warriors. Um, so the Cigars for Warriors part came, I, we met uh, Robert and Tammy. Robert's the director of operations for Cigars for Warriors at, gosh, some event in Miami a few years ago. You know, friends on Facebook and stuff like that before, but they're just great people. I love the organization. Anything that we could do to, to help with that, we wanted to. Um, anyone that doesn't know about Cigars for Warriors, definitely check them out. I mean, they donate cigars to the troops in combat zones overseas so i think that's like the big thing that people don't realize they think it's you know any military person or you know and they get some people asking well hey i'm stationed in you know whatever in america why can't i get cigars and the whole point is they don't have access to cigars over there you know they they don't get that so it gives them a little bit of normalcy in the chaos that they're in every day um they absolutely deserve it they deserve a lot more than what we donate and what they're able to donate but Anything little that we can do for them is is great. That's really awesome, you know. And we you know for us, you know, when we started, well, when I started way back before, you know, Nicole and John were, you know, with me, um, going back way back to 2019. I had said, you know, hey, like if this turns into something, you know, really special, and I have that power to connect with people, yeah, I want to, I want to do some charity work. I want to get involved with with something and help other people, because um, it there's there's just there's nothing more special than being able to help someone else no uh, for me that's it's 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 just it's so rewarding too like it's not even about like you know obviously you know, what we do here is you know public or whatever everyone knows about it. it's not even about just like letting everyone know about it it's even just just the fact that it, it, it brightens someone else's day it changes someone's life it makes something maybe just a little bit easier for someone to live their life you know no matter what the charity is and so that that was always kind of the driving force for me. Cigars for Warriors is another one I haven't really worked with yet, but I have supported. I have donated to them before. Uh, I think it's a it's a great it's a great organization. 
I think that's a really great thing that you guys do for them. Well, a few years back, they actually hit a million of cigars. So now, yeah, I think it was about 18 months ago. And that's amazing to you us. Know. I mean, a million cigars in the hands of troops. I mean, that's just, that's really cool. And acid is like the number one requested cigar, which to me. Really? Is- I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was kind of interesting. You, you wouldn't think that right away, but I mean, acid's like the number one selling cigar too. So I guess it kind of makes sense. But also, Jonathan Drew is really personable and they're really. Yeah, person, I mean, they're so huge partners. You also look at it the, the age range of people that are in combat are young. Oh, yeah. It's really their first, it's really their first experience with tobacco. Um, other than maybe, you know, fooling around, messing around as a, you know, in, in high school or whatnot. So, I mean, the general age of these combat troops in our military, I mean, I think a lot of people forget that. I mean, these are kids, <laughs> you yeah, know, no, these are 18, are. 25 to 25 year old kids. Um, so, you know, it's their first experience with tobacco is going to be something that's a little more approachable, something that's got a little bit of flavor to it. Um, you know, it, it's funny as my cousin started smoking cigars when he was in the Navy, he's three or four years older than me, but he started smoking acids. So he'll still do it now, even though I've got him into, you know, non-flavor infused. He's like, man, I still just, he goes, I still want an acid every once in a while. He's like, that's what I smoked when I was, you know, when I was serving. So it was really interesting. It's, it's fun to watch and it is a great thing that they do. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a great thing for businesses. It's just a great thing personally. I think it was crazy that they made like you can smoke tobacco until you're 21. And I think if you're fighting overseas that you should be able to have a cigar at 18. So the 21 thing was kind of crazy, I think. Yeah. I remember when that came down, I was, I was, uh, I was pretty disappointed by that. I mean, I had been clear over 21, so I wasn't worried about it for myself, but I, I knew a lot of people who were still in between that 18 and 21 age bracket. Um, and I, I, I thought of some, some people I know and I was like, oh, that's going to suck. And I remember being in a shop up in New Hampshire, uh, like the, I think it was the day, the day or two after, um, that had gone through. And I remember there was a, there was a younger guy who came in, who was a regular in the shop. And I think he was like 19 or 20 and they looked right at him and they went, I'm sorry, can't. And they're like, he's like, what do you mean? I come here every Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah, no, it changed. And he's like. Are you well, serious? I mean, <laughs> at the shop that we go to all the time that you know they weren't even 21 and they worked there and now it's like they're still working there but they can't smoke at work you know i'm sure they still did at home whatever um but you know it's kind of tough when you work with cigars you have to explain you know cigars and but you can't smoke them i don't really think a lot of 18 year olds though like think about going to get cigars right away you know but yeah and i mean anyone that that we talked to like shops and stuff it didn't really impact them that much but it's still it's just disappointing yeah you see alcohol in 21 but tobacco you're not like killing anyone so that was kind of crazy yeah it's just i've always felt i've always felt if you're going to make an arbitrary age for when you're an adult everything should be that like Everything. So you, yeah, you can't drive till you're 21. You can't vote till you're 21. Um, you can't do this until you're 21. You might as well just make it a uniform age for everything if you're going to arbitrarily decide what an adult is. And said you can't go to war till you're 21. Like, like all those things should be the same if you're going to pick ages of what adults are. So you're an adult for tobacco, but you're not an adult for something else. Uh, it's just crazy to me. And, and I'm fine with whatever the number is. If it's if we just pick a number, just don't have different set of standards um, for when we're can, when we can make adult decisions. Yeah, I mean, it should be the same across the board. 100% agree. 100%. Never understood yep. that. Uh, especially with voting and tobacco. It's just weird. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just there's just a man trying to get us down. So <laughs> continue the fight. But no, let's. Uh, I have another, so I have another question. So you you guys have been around since 2018. How many subscribers do you currently have? So we uh, it, it's weird. So there's so many different avenues now. You know, we have the physical subscribers that get the magazine and the cigars. Um, we just started doing lounges, and that's about to hit a big uptick. With um, Metallic, actually. So, and then the digital subscriptions. So the digital is free all the time. Um, it's on the site. You can view any of the past issues 100% free. So that's where the bulk of it has been. You know, with tobacco, you can't advertise, like, at all. You can't advertise on Facebook. You can't advertise with Google. Like, so getting the word out there is practically impossible, except for, you know, stuff like this, which... There's a reason I did print media. I'm not a big video guy. It's not my comfort zone, you know? So we don't do a lot of these. We're doing more now. But um, so the physical, not a lot. We're actually about to limit uh, the monthly club that we do. We're going to limit that coming up soon. So there's not a lot of money. And I'm not doing this for money, but it is my job. It is my business. It's what I make a living off of. Um, there's not a lot of money in retail tobacco. And my goal wasn't to be a retail, you know, cigar business. That, that wasn't the point. So we're going to limit that to 100. We don't have the date yet, but we want to keep that at 100 because the monthly club where you get the cigars is more for the ratings in the magazine. Um, okay. I hate ratings. I've always hated ratings. I said when we launched this, I'll never do ratings. And obviously I lied because we are now. Um, but it's more a companion piece to get the ratings. And the consumers that are actually doing the rating. Know, that, yeah. That's why I was okay with it. I, I didn't want, I don't like the idea of one person rating a cigar or a small group of people where, you know, you start throwing stuff like, oh, advertising plays a hand in that and so forth and so on. So that's why we did it that way. So we'll limit the, the monthly rating club to 100 people. But as of the next issue, we're going to be in 100 lounges. Uh, we're also about to launch subscriptions of the magazine only, which we haven't done until this point. So the subscription to the magazine, that's where we're pushing because it is a magazine. That, that's the business. It's not, you know, we don't have retail shops. So like all these other people that do Cigar of the Month clubs, they have a warehouse. They have access to all this stuff. And that's where they make their money. That's not where we make our money. So we were kind of evolving that. Um but with the next issue, we'll be in 100 lounges. We estimate about 50 to 100 views per lounge. So we'll start having 5,000 to 10,000 unique views per magazine just in lounges. Uh, right. That's where our growth is. And it's significantly cheaper to grow our, our viewership that way than it is a $29.99 a month subscription that, you know, there's just not as much value there for the consumer. I mean, it is. Uh, we give way more than $30 worth of cigars and all, you know, the other stuff. But we're, we're partnering with McAuliffe and they're going to be doing the women's section. And because of them, um, they're going to give us a list of a hundred lounges. So we're, well, have not a hundred. They're finishing the hundred. Finishing so. And that's how we're going to start centerizing these too. So, so yeah, you guys, 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 yeah. I actually have a confession to make. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I lied about, I lied about the cigar I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah. I'm actually happen. smoking, and this is not this is not the answer to the question. I'm actually smoking the March cigar from the Smoke In Connoisseur Club, the number two. Okay. okay. Have you, you guys smoked that one yet? We have. 
think no. no. So, yeah, I'm smoking the March cigar number two. It looks like a Maduro cabinet. For anybody who's a member of the club, I promise you LFD is not cigar number two for March. <laughs> I don't think they've ruined it yet. You just ruined it. So now if anyone who's like, oh, man, it might be LFD, you, you, as a representative of LFD, no, we're not in there. You just crushed. Yeah, no, I promise it's not the number two, but uh, <laughs> but it's good. I like it. I do like it. I do like it. But sorry to interrupt. But no, I was sitting there. I was like, wait a minute, guys. He does this all the time. He interrupts, or he's got some crazy thing he needs to say. We just roll with it. It's. I'm, well, I was, I I was worried about what the confession was I'm about to be. I'm like, where is this going? Uh-oh. Me too. I thought he was gonna be like, guys, I lied. I gotta go. There's a fire, or there's like, and I'm like, oh god, what's going on? And then he's like, I'm not smoking. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's not that bad. <laughs> you know what I noticed? I got worried. Versus, <laughs> we were talking about like you were talking about subscribers and stuff, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I consciously think this does. I'm like, this doesn't taste like LFB, by the way. I'm like, there's something weird with this. I think this doesn't taste like the Maduro cabinet. And, I, and then I was like, oh, you said something about subscription. And I started thinking club membership. And I was like, I consciously made a point to smoke number two today because um, I just spoke to Abe right before the show. I was like, oh, I'll smoke one of the cigars from the package. Um, but, yeah, anyone watching, I promise that's not a Maduro cabinet number two, number five. That's not the March cigar. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but if it hasn't, that's not it. <laughs> I think they, they announced it the 14th, so March is already... All right, good. Oh, All right. right. All right, good. So maybe you <laughs> it's did. It's already out there. All right, never mind. Anyway, uh, sorry. Back to back to uh, <laughs> back to what we were talking about. Threw me off my game. So, well, I have a question. Um, how did Ash Quarterly come to be? How did you? Yeah, I I wanted to do something different. Um, so the first thought. So previously, I used to be in much better shape worked out, you know, had my men's fitness magazines and all that good stuff. I think we all used to be better, right? Like at some point. (laughs) Oh yeah. Way before all that. Um, but I had the men's fitness magazine and they also had like a subscription thing where you got all the samples of, you know, protein powders and pre-workout and and all that fun stuff. And I, I remember thinking like, why is this not like together? If you get the monthly thing, why aren't you just getting the magazine? Like I was like, they're missing an opportunity there. And I've been a fan of cigars, so then I started thinking, what can I do, you know, subscription-wise? And then I started thinking magazine, cigars. And then from there, though, I just I wanted everything about it to be different, um, starting one with the size. I hate these giant magazines. They're just enormous. They take up so much space. you got to have, like, a coffee table to read it. Um, it's, a, it's inconvenient, you know? So we wanted the smaller size. Then it was advertising. I, I hate how you'll go through three, four ads in a row before you get content. Um, so we limit no more than 25% advertisement. You know, so you won't have an ad next to an ad. You, you know, it's one ad roughly for every three pages of content. Um, and then just everything else about it. We wanted to feature women smoking cigars in every issue because it's a growing part of the industry that's just really, really underserved. Um, and, you know, it's disappointing. So we had, uh, I don't know if anyone knows Tawana Brown. She's awesome woman. Uh, she handled it probably the first two years or so. And then Rebecca kind of took over for a little bit as Tawana was getting busy with her stuff. And now we're partnering with McAuliffe. They're going to kind of help with that piece uh, because that's a huge thing to them as well. And so, you know, we kind of see eye to eye on that. And then just everything else about it. We wanted the content to be relevant to the average consumer. We wanted the ads to be relevant to the average consumer. 
I feel like every other magazine out there is very, you know, snobby. And I know that's one of them, but you know, it's just a $50,000 watch. The average consumer isn't shopping for $50,000 watches. They're just not, you know, it's crazy the stuff you see in there. So we just wanted everything about it to be different and approachable for everybody. And it's kind of grown from there. We very slow at first. We didn't do a lot with it. We weren't pushy. Um, I'd say the last year, you know, we kind of started getting more aggressive about our growth and what we're doing. And then especially the next six months, you know, moving forward is going to be really aggressive with the increase in lounges and doing straight to, you know, resident subscriptions. That's, that's a whole process, by the way. Um, you have to like go through an approval process with the post office. So, like, I mean, there's a huge fee involved. They have to audit your magazine and all this. It's crazy. There's uh, so much more detail involved than I even expected. So, wait, wait, anytime you do like a subscription to the mail, is what you're, is yeah, what you're so about. yeah, it's That's a crazy full like account with them. So, but on the plus side, I mean, we couldn't have done it if we don't do this because you know, when you print magazines. Print is expensive. It's not a cheap thing to do. So, I mean, that costs money. And then if we ship like a regular in an envelope, it's going to be three, four bucks to ship it regular, you know, how we do now. We wouldn't be able to price it to where anyone would feel comfortable paying for that. You know, you're not going to pay right. almost $10 for one little magazine. It just doesn't make sense. And we always include shipping. Like, we never charge for shipping like a lot of people do. Yeah, Nicole's dad's actually a printer, too. So, we, we've had our fair share of experience with yeah. uh asking questions or just the casual learning about printing at the dinner table um <laughs> there, there was there was so it's funny so there's there's been a few um there's been a few gifts i've received from a pretty predominant manufacturer um and there was a there was a nice card that was in there it was a thank you card or whatever and i just remember being like wow it's so like nice and fancy and i remember showing him to him and he just grabbed it and he plays with it for like five seconds and he's like oh yeah i know exactly what this is and this is how it was printed and blah blah oh they don't use this technique anymore and he goes on and on and on and on. I'm like this is way more information than i thought i was going to get uh, <laughs> i didn't i didn't think that you could learn that much about a single piece of paper <laughs> Uh, but I have. I've learned more about paper than I ever thought I would. Um, how it's printed and how it's made and where the ink comes from and the fact that he makes all his own ink colors and all of this. And I see, now we're looking at... Um, is that live? <laughs> yeah, we're looking at gourmet smokes. I don't, I don't know if that's live or if that's just for... Podcast right now. Yeah, I, I think we are. Um, oh, no, there it is. John, John, John's playing around with his, with his interface over there. Um but yeah, print's tough, and especially to get that approval, because he does mailers and things like that for, you know, with the, the post office, so. But, you know, that's where we have to go to grow. Yeah. You exactly. Know, that's that's where the path is. Well, our post office is like a three-minute drive, so sometimes I have to make multiple trips, but it's not so bad when it's like three minutes away, so we're very fortunate with that. But when I go in with like bins and bins of boxes, <laughs> I, I hate it. But they're, I know them. They're so friendly. They know me. They really help me out. They give me the card. They just know me. So it's, it's kind of nice. So where are you guys uh, based out of? I don't know if I uh, caught that. Daytona, Florida. So it's like in between Orlando and Daytona. We used to live in Altamont. Okay. Deltona. Not yeah. to be confused. It's I know anytime like... you say Deltona, people are like, oh, yeah, I know Daytona Beach. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, you that. just. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah that's it's where we're from. laid back area. <laughs> But we have Amazon about to open up, so uh, yeah, it's it growing is like crazy becoming out here. a little bit more crazy than I would like it to be. But 
We are, we're very lucky because we have a neighborhood where I like all the moms, which I usually don't hang out with women, but we like all each other and the kids have get along really well. So I like Deltona. All right. So here's a random shout out to Canada. How many of the other moms in the neighborhood smoke cigars? None. Are it's you getting on that? Oh, go to Rebecca. She's really excellent when it comes to cigars. I'm like, okay. But we try to get our friends to smoke cigars, even the guys, and they just don't smoke cigarettes, but they will not smoke a cigar. Yeah. Nicole's dad's in that boat. We're trying to crack him yeah. from his from his secret Marlboro Lights habit into the cigar world. Um, he hasn't done it yet, but as her brother says, we'll, we'll get him one day. We're going to get him. Um, so, yeah, it's all about the conversion. Uh, from cig- I've gotten a lot of friends to quit cigarettes from just to, to switching over to cigars, which is, so far has worked for people I know. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting to hear that. Every time Nicole meets meets another female, she has a decent success rate with making them a cigar smoker. So I was just curious about that. I used to smoke cigarettes for a very long time. And then I do inhale sometimes if I have a smaller cigar. So I try not to go for any small ones. Yeah, I got to get on to her. I'm like, hey, hey, watch it. Well, when he first had me try a cigar, it was in Connecticut. And I was like, ugh. Really? Didn't, Didn't like it. No. She hates Connecticut. I thought, well, I, I one Connecticut that I do like is the Desert Rose because it has Ooh, a kick a to it, yeah. like a real good kick. So I'll smoke that. But if I see Connecticut, I kind of shy away from it at a shop. She'd like the Atabe. Have you guys had the Atabe before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good I one. She has not had. It's good. Yeah, she might like that one because it has a little bit more kick to it. You see the lighter wrapper and you're like, all right, but then you have it. It's got more to it than you think. Um, that would be a good cigar. It's a little pricey, but it's. It's a very good cigar. <laughs> it's, it's There's some where I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But that's that one's worth the price tag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, we're going to hit news really quick. I'm sorry, I, w- I was not watching the time. Um, it is time for our news segment brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars, become an ambassador today. If you're not an ambassador, you're missing out on all of the fun. Head to McAuliffeCigars.com and sign up. Join an ambassador. You can meet Orlando Perez and Bill White and the fun gang over there that does the McAuliffe Herf. Uh, in the McAuliffe Facebook group, and you can get your your McAuliffe Ambassador coin. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so for news, we have kind of like uh, I'm going to use one topic and I'm going to segue into something else that's kind of news related, but it has to do with us because um, I want to I want to talk about it because it's kind of important for us. Uh, Arturo Fuente is adding three new rare pink vitolas. Um, and the first two are going to be a three and three quarter by fifty four. And a seven and a quarter by 53. A lot of people who, you know, are familiar with it, the rare pinks came out at the end of last year, um, with $13 from every box sold going towards the American Cancer Society. Uh, it's kind of been Liana Fuente's little project um, going towards breast cancer awareness. Um, so those are the first two sizes, and there's a third size that's going to be known as a Lancero Figurado, which will, uh, as Carlito said, will arrive several months into I think next year um, so that's so we have for news today I picked that story specifically because I wanted to highlight another kind of news story that's a little in-house for us uh, for those who don't know we are running our cigar family charitable foundation fundraiser um, new stuff's been added every day there has been some crazy things added in the last 24 hours and I wanted to let everyone know about it 
we've already posted about it online. It's gotten a, a lot of hits. We have a, a huge influx of donations in the past 24 hours. And Nicole, how? What are we up to right now? I think we're almost past the three thousand. We're past mark. three thousand dollars that we've raised, and yeah. we're going for at least five. As our goal yeah. for the next week. So wow. boom. I think I'll make it for sure. Yeah. Oh, Five's our goal. Anything after that it'll just be more than we that we hope for, but uh, I think five is a realistic goal. So we're we're past the halfway mark. Yes. Um, but we do have some of it with us. Uh, and I wanted to show it because maybe not everyone has seen it or realized what's in it. Uh, John has, I believe if you look down on John's screen, he has the list um, in front of him from our website that has some of the things, but we have them. Well, we have we most of it with us. So Nicole, I'll let you start and then I'm gonna show kind of what we have over here. So we have three five packs of these lovely LFD samplers. Um, we have the Robusto selection, the Toro selection, and then the Chisel selection. Um, we have two boxes, so each of these will be um, a prize, but from uh, Casa Cuevas. So we have the Habano Robusto, um, and then we have the Natural Robusto. Uh, so we have both of those. We have a box of Timeless Sterling as well um, from Nat Sherman. From McAuliffe, um, we have two, we don't have ev everything from McAuliffe right now, but one of the prizes is going to be this Leenda Special Edition box along with a McAuliffe ashtray in their new cigar journal. Um, the second prize is going to be a McAuliffe sampler um, of cigars as well with a beautiful ashtray and the cigar journal. And then from Nova Cigars, they so generously donated uh, three sampler boxes, each um, of their limited edition cigars, and each of them will be its own prize as well. Um, so you have this beautiful sampling, if the Boveda didn't fall out, <laughs> uh, of their limited edition cigars. So three of these. Um, we have... Well, so we have uh, Matthew and I are going to be putting in a bottle of whiskey each with our five top cigars from our own humidor, which will be extra special cigars. Um, we have a couple other bottles of whiskey, Eagle Rare. There'll be two bottles of Eagle Rare bourbon that'll be in there as well. Yep. There's a cigar rest that was I, we don't have with us right now. Handmade but we have from uh, Cigar Cat Accessories as well with some uh, sampling of cigars with that prize there is also a brick house cigars humidor that was donated by drew newman from jc newman and a backpack and a backpack and a backpack, <laughs> and a backpack. Um, from drew estate we have a one-off um canvas artwork from um subculture studio subculture studio sorry i don't, I don't know why it always gets me subculture studios um that is also going to be up for grabs and yeah. then to kind of finish this off the exciting stuff the sound the kind of the stuff that some of you or most of you or quite a few of you have seen uh, teased a little bit online we have a bunch of stuff that was generously given to us by Cynthia and Carlito Fuente themselves um, to raffle off for uh, the fundraiser now one question one thing I do want to address right away because there was some there was I think some misconceptions when we originally posted the photos of what was in there. I think people thought that the raffle for the Fuente stuff, it was to win, like, a, like a winning ticket was going to grab all of it. No, it's going to be broken up into pieces. So there will be multiple winners of all of the Fuente stuff, just so that we're clear on that. Yeah. Um, it's not all going to one winner. Um, but 
We'll start this off a little slow. So we have a Fuente Green Ashtray. I will pull it out. And I'm not going to pull them all out because there's quite a few of them. Yeah. But uh, I think we have one of every color of the Carlito bobblehead. Yep. So we have all of those. And then oh, that's beautiful. we have a box of the short stories. We have a box of, I can dig it all out of here without breaking anything. We have so much, we have so many cigars on this table right now. <laughs> so the father and son sampler pack, which normally comes out around Father's Day. Uh, I believe this is 2020 release. Um, there's some great stuff in here. There's Opus Casacuba. Opus, I think there's Opus Blue in there. Um, yeah, there's Casacuba, Opus Blue, regular so Opus. There's the 20th anniversary opus in here yeah sure. so th 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 that's a good pack and then we have all of these um and again so these as they are in the packs are are not gonna be hold on nicole um so these are not going to be like how they are we, some of this is going to be kind of broken up into separate packs so we kind of make a little bit more of a variety for everyone who wins so we do have lanceros some of these are you can't even buy these I'll pass that down the line. Uh, one off between the lines, including the extended, uh, the bigger size between the lines that are made exclusively for Cynthia. Those are up for grabs as well. In this packet, we have the Love Affairs as well as the elusive Opus Happy Ending, which is another one that's, I believe that's not for sale. We have a plethora of the standard between the lines, another rare cigar. Fantastic cigar, by the way. We have Don Carlos Eye of the Shark. Mm -hmm. We have some of the Triple Eights and Yehos and Opus Triple Eights. I love that size. That's one of my favorite sizes. We have some more Triple Eights. We have some of the Destino Al Siglo 100th Anniversary cigars. Those are fantastic. Let me see what else we have. More Lanceros. We have... Okay. Here we go. This gets people excited. This gets people excited. We have a cigar that, if you're a Fuente smoker, you've probably heard of, but you've probably almost never seen before or in person. And that is the very elusive PJ um, from our Trofuente. Fuente. Those are also not for sale. That's a, a charity item slash I think you can get it as a gift from the members of the Fuente family themselves. You cannot buy those. Let me see what else we have here. We have a lot of Lanceros, to believe it or not. We have a ton of the Lanceros. Opus Blue Lanceros, regular Lanceros. We have Casa Fuente Lanceros, which are only available in Las Vegas at the Fuente store. And we have another plethora of cigars here. Just kind of going through all of these. And as I said, we're going to break them up a little bit and kind of change them around into different packs to kind of spread it around a little bit better. Um... Yeah, more Lanceros, Triple Eights. See these right here. Petite, petite Lanceros. Um, so, yeah, I, that's, that's that's almost all of it. That's just about all of it. That's an amazing this, giveaway. That is so much. I had, I had no idea, like, how much was... I, I, so, here's the thing. You know, I was in contact with them, and they said they would give us a couple of things. And I was like, you know, that's, that's very generous, and, I, and, and it's awesome, and I, I appreciate that a lot. You don't have to. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're we're gonna we're gonna send you guys some stuff or whatever. It's so awesome you guys are doing this. Uh, and then when they told us 
what they were giving us, I said, wow, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, I didn't I really was so I was lost, lost for words. Um, but it's for a good cause. At the end of the day, it's for a good cause. So there it is. We uh, if you want to get in on the raffle, you head to smokingtobacco.com slash raffle. You can buy your raffle tickets. They're five dollars a piece for every twenty dollars you spend. You get a fifth one free. Um, all of them are going to be pulled next week on our one-year anniversary show, uh, Wednesday, the 28th. I've said this before. We normally start at 7. We might start a little earlier that day because we anticipate a much larger and bigger show next week due to everything we have planned. Uh, another major announcement, a little teaser. We have one of our special guests. I have kind of already announced on a couple of lives, but formally on the show, we have... Our buddy Matt Booth from Room 101 is already making his return to the Smoke and Tobacco show. He will be with us next week for our one-year celebration. Um, I'm going to shout out to Dan Thompson again because I called out Dan Thompson last night on a live video. And I kind of gave him a public invitation, but I haven't gotten a yay or a nay. So I don't know if Dan wants to come on. I'd love to have Dan on. It'd be I awesome. actually have um, an idea for another guest who I think might come on. And I will share with Ooh. you after the show. Oh, Oh, and I think private. he will, and I think Matt Booth and him, it'll be a fun episode if we can get both of them together. Oh, I know who it is. You already gave it away. I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. Was this well, person already? on your year. Almost Thank, off. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> we, uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long ride. <laughs> it's been a long journey. Um and I have to, I have to thank John for being there from the beginning. I don't know. Oh, John's just he okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, which is good because there were some people who said the link didn't work. I don't, I'm not sure why, but um, it that sh- should go there. Um, as well as I also forgot to mention, any of the items that you purchase in a store, all the the proceeds, profits from that will also go towards this fundraiser too. And those items will get you a ticket into the raffle too. So. Just be mindful of that. Nicole, a lot of people have been asking, where are the tickets, where are the tickets? Nicole has been trying to send out the tickets as fast as she can as they're coming in. There Are are we up to 1,000 tickets yet? Uh, probably like 900 and something tickets right now. But keep in mind, many people have bought multiple tickets. And for right. every $5 you spend, you know, you get a ticket. Um, and we were also doing the apparel for a while um, at first where every $5 spent in swag, at our swag store will get you a ticket too so we've had um lots of people but um only the tickets i believe from like 10 a.m to now haven't gone out but they'll go out tonight before i go to bed okay so well having matt booth on is really awesome because his personality is so wild and so crazy everything's so interesting all the time yeah and so we've already had him on uh earlier this year and we've done our interview with him so i told him like so this won't be an interview. This is like you can come on and you just hang out and just do whatever you want to do. And then I was kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but because uh, it's Matt Booth. But no, I, I told him, you know, it's this is our celebration show, so it's not going to be an interview of sorts. It'll be everyone can just kind of jump in, say what they want to say. We're going to celebrate. I'm sure we're going to have champagne. We'll we'll open some champagne on the show and we'll pull the names. We'll talk. We'll uh, the other biggest part of this too. Um, John was with me since day one, and Nicole did come in later, but John's been there since day one, so I have to give the, the first thanks to John, um, because he, he was there, and he was actually the one who, in reality, started the Smoking Tobacco show. It was his idea to broadcast a live, so he will be 
producing next week's show. Nicole will get the night off to enjoy and celebrate. And John gets his shot at redemption. For those of you who weren't with us for our first episode, uh, it was the May Day Eve Massacre Special. And it was supposed to be glorious. And it ended in flames 25 minutes in uh, due to technical difficulties that were beyond John's technical capability. Uh, So he gets his shot at redemption next week to run a a good show, a long show, and a pretty important show. So no pressure, John, but I would think it's safe to say that in in this year you have learned more than anybody I know about all of this technology. So good luck. Yeah, we've got, I got some surprises on the digital front that I'm still working on. I got some videos hopefully we can pull up from the past. Um, So there'll be some good stuff. So I'm going to pull out all the stops and hopefully my, uh, my computer holds up to the task. unlike what the uh, computer did a year ago. So there we go. Make sure you make sure your laptop is charged, updated, ready to go. We don't need it crapping out. Um, It's uh it's very important, John. So, no pressure again. But just hey, so we'll probably A-game. start. We'll probably start the show a little earlier. But we'll we will start the physical live show at seven. Uh, the actual introduction. We have a special introduction uh, that'll go live at seven o'clock. But we'll start earlier um, and do some talking about things. Um, you know, go through the prizes again. We got a lot to talk about. But the the actual presentation of the show will start at seven because it's a special anniversary intro. Uh, that I've had put together. All right. Well, I'm excited. That's all we're going to talk about it. You want to hear, you want to know more, you want to see more, watch the show next week. That's all we're giving you for teasers. Um, unless, like, more prizes show up in the raffle or whatever. But we'll be talking about that every day till the end. So, But enough about that for now. Back to the, the beautiful couple we have with us tonight from Ash Quarterly. So where do you guys... What are your hopes and dreams? What do you see long term? Where do you want Ash Quarterly to go? How, aside, from, I know you talked about limiting the subscription on that, but uh, for the cigars and whatnot. But where where do you want to be long term? You know, we want to keep growing the lounge presence. Uh, the difference with us with the lounges as well is that it's completely free to read. We encourage the lounges to put it out like in the lounge, not on a display. It's not for sale. It's for people to read while they're there, um, and just really try to grow that. Um, you know, the ratings have been kind of a, a good thing for us. It's kind of taken off more than I thought it would. Um, sorry, I'm getting distracted seeing it out there. I'm like, what is that? Um, yeah, John, John's providing demonstration for us. Yeah, I like oh. it. I like it. So if you're watching at home, so John's actually showing you some of the pieces from Ash Quarterly yeah. uh, right here on your screen so that you can kind of see a little bit of what, what they're about. Well, I appreciate that, John. Um, so with the ratings, you know, like we said earlier, it's consumer-based. But it's it's different. It's not that like all the other ratings are kind of ninety you know point scale kind of things. Right. Where you don't really see a big difference between what's a ninety two and what's a ninety three, or two ninety twos. Like you don't know really what's the difference. So with us, it's ten point scale, and it's four things: it's appearance, it's the draw, it's the construction, and the taste. So you could see like the one he's on now. I mean, the appearance was you know, the highest point of that thing, the taste was still good. I mean, that, that's a good cigar, but it lets people know like, hey, if the draw and the construction are really good, if the taste is an average of a, a seven even, they might still like that cigar because their tastes are different. Everyone's taste is different. And that's the thing that gets me with a lot of the reviews and the ratings is the biggest chunk of that score comes from taste. And that's 
like the most thing that's different from me to you to, to Rebecca to everybody. I'll love a cigar that you're going to hate. And y'all think his cigar is disgusting and he loves it. So it is really cool to see what other people think. I really like the aspect of it. Well, and you know, it's okay that we don't like the same thing. So absolutely. I mean, that's, I I think the ratings are going to, my goal is our ratings to become what manufacturers want to put out there. You know, that it's a consumer driven rating that, people can be proud of and people can respect the fact that consumers gave that it's not one person, you know? So I'm really pushing the rating side of it, but I want to continue doing it the way we're doing. But outside of that, it's just growing, growing the viewership, you know, getting them out there a little bit more. Um, I think the lounges are going to be a big part of that. And then doing the, the straight to consumer subscriptions and then continuing to do the, the free online. Um, we're working to tweak it a little bit, you know, get the little flip page animation and all that. Um, it kind of messes up on mobile. That's why we haven't done it yet. If you saw how he was kind of going through it, um, yep. that works best for mobile. When you do the flip, it makes it really small on your phone and no one can read anything there anyways. But, but that's, that's our goal. Just continue to grow and, and be honest with what we do and be for every consumer, not the elite yeah, I was I was looking through it myself, and I, I I just I thought it was really impressive, and it was different. It was different than you know, like you mentioned before, the cigar snob, the cigar aficionado, everybody knows, the cigar journal, which um, is you know a little different than those two. Um, but again, you know those you get cigar and spirit, you know, a whole bunch of them. What you guys have done is you know, you're right; it's a little bit different, uh, smaller scale. You know, it's not so. You know, you, you look at the big magazines and it's it's it's, it's all ads, and then it's the rating section at the end, which is all like 89 and up. Um, you have ads for stuff as you was, like you mentioned. You know, you look at some of these bigger magazines and they have ads for watches that 90% of the people who get in that magazine are not buying, and it it kind of just. It, yeah, I don't know. I guess it, it just puts some, some people out of place, most people out of place, I guess, who are reading that magazine. You know, and then, you know, you guys want to put out something that's something that whoever is reading it can relate to most, if not all of it, um, when they open that up and they read to it. Um, and I like how you guys have the concept of the consumer reviews. Um, and it gives a nice, honest, clean perspective. On And, and, and again, I, I kind of agree with you with the reviews. Guys do reviews. And, and I'm not knocking them at all. That's great. Uh, if you do the reviews, I have a lot of respect for you. You know, I've you know even having talks with people like you know William Cooper. Um, I know what he goes through to do his reviews. Um, I don't think I'd want to do it. Just that's just <laughs> no. me. It's a lot of work. Uh, you get to a point where you know I've had conversations with other, you know, people who are I I've had conversations with people who are who are, uh, um, reviewers for like Cigar Journal. And they tell you like, man, like you just you get them and you, you just have to, you just burn and throw them one after another. It's not enjoyable, and it's all you smoke. And then when you you don't even have time to smoke what you want to smoke. And when you do have, smoke what you want to like smoke, it, it it's like you you you're not really enjoying it. You're rushing through it because you got to get to all these other cigars. You got to smoke through that you don't want to smoke. And 
Uh, it's a lot of work. I dabbled with reviews for like three weeks, and then I said, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Um, I gave up. It takes joy out of it, for sure, when you're trying to pick up notes. I want to have a cigar and enjoy it. I don't want to sit there in a dark room and try to pick up all the notes. That just takes away from the enjoyment. Well, I think that was one of the big things for me was with the reviews. It's Everyone that does it, they, they're sitting there, and it's a whole process, right? The average consumer isn't doing that. The average consumer right. is smoking in their you know, drinking whatever they want to drink with it. It's not like they have to have, you know, plain water from, you know, wherever to, you know, it's not that process for them. So when you're a consumer reading this detailed review with all these crazy notes and all this, then you go smoke the cigar and you're like, that's not the experience they're getting. So that, that's where I don't like it. I mean, I can appreciate the work that these people put into it because it is, it, it's a lot of work, but I don't think that that's what the average consumer is doing. So John, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jason. No, no, I was just going to say that I don't think that's what they're doing. Our magazine is for the average consumer. So John, I wanted to ask you kind of why we're on this topic. Um, as someone who's with a manufacturer, you know, obviously the La Flor Dominicana is a very big name. It's out there, a lot of, you know, a lot of reviews, and all the magazines. I grab a magazine all the time. There's always one or two of minimum of an LFT cigar and they're getting a rating, whatever. Um, you're very familiar with this process. I think you know many of the people who are doing these reviews and how they do them and kind of what goes into that. You know, from the ma from the manufacturer's perspective, you know, what, what's your take on these reviews? Do, do you guys find these reviews as being, you know, accurate or do, you, do is, is there a lot of, do, do they affect your sales? Like what, what really comes out of those reviews for you when you look at, you know, selling your product? Well, anytime you can get people talking about the cigars and giving a view and an opinion about it, it's a good thing. And, you know, what I really like talking with you all about the Ash Corley, I mean, I'm familiar with what you guys do. Um, this is the first time that we've, we've met face to face. Uh, but it's really great when you can get the consumer involved in that process as well. Really what the online, you know, reviewers, cigar aficionados, cigar journals and things like that, they really get to the consumers talking. It's like when the top 25 list comes out every year, everybody's got an opinion about it. Um, which is great. It creates a lot of discussion. But whenever you can engage the consumer who's actually the end user of that product in discussion on a cigar, it pays off, um, you know, tenfold. Uh, and it's all really organic and natural. And, you know, COVID's been a really unique time with that where, you know, the retail business is, is the life of, of the premium cigar industry. I, I won't lie about that. However, the consumer has a different way of approaching cigars now over the last few years, and especially now where they've all engaged in it, um, where, you know, they're going, you know, they're communicating their opinions directly to the manufacturers and brand owners. And it comes through things like Ash Quarterly. And, you know, they feel empowered to do that. And we, we really appreciate it. So I would say whenever there's an opportunity for someone to discuss your cigars um, in any way of what they're experiencing with it, it's a really positive thing. And uh, it seems like what you guys are doing is a little more, uh, organic and, it, and it said it's right at the end user you know you're getting the end user's opinion um in their view and that that's ultimately that what matters and that connection uh between the consumer um and manufacturers and brand owners is, is really allowing for better products to come out there i mean it's not a coincidence you know i i i bust steve Saka's balls quite regularly but i have a ton of respect for him it's not a coincidence that his cigars are really received well from the consumer and he's probably one of the if not the most active in terms of communicating in depth uh, with the consumers. Um, so he's making cigars, really making cigars the consumers want to buy and that they really like. Um, you know, and that, that's reflective in 
the last few years with Dunbarton and Trust and what he's created. And, um, you know, it's it's paying off great for him. So, uh, you know, we'd be remiss, I think, as brand owners, uh, manufacturers to not engage in these type of things and, and take that feedback um, as gold because it, it truly is. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, I know there's like some online people, you know, and sites that where you can rate cigars, but I think what makes us a little different is that it's, you know, confirmed by, like, we know that they've had the cigar. They're all held the same way. They're all shipped the same way. So it's the same cigar for everybody. You know, it's, you can't just go in there and rate your cigar a hundred times. Like you can on these sites where it's just free for all. Actually, Steve Saka is going to be advertising with us. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I love Steve. He's an he's an interesting guy. <laughs> we hung out with him at Cigar Hustler for a few like four or five hours, and he's a very interesting. He's a very knowledgeable person. I really like being around him. Well, we talked to him at TPE last last year, and you know he's looking at the magazine. He's like, "Print media is dead. What are you doing? You're an idiot," and all this stuff. And I was like, "All right, man, um, I'm gonna keep doing it." And here we are, you know, a little over a year later, and partnering up a little bit more so well, now he says he actually likes it and he really likes us so and we really like him a lot yeah, and you're doing something really different which is nice um you know it's refreshing i said the the way that that people and manufacturers brand owners retailers have been able to connect with the consumer over this past 14 months um has been you know unlike anything we've ever seen and you're a conduit to that connection where people are getting, you know, direct feedback on it. and The consumer gets to be involved. And I said, I, I brought Steve up because I said, there's no better example, um, you know, than the results. I mean, the results prove themselves. And, you know, I was reading, you can see me squinting here because I took my glasses off. <laughs> uh, but Brian Clancy online said, you know, reviews should be used as a guide to direct consumers to brands that they may or may not have tried. It should not be the end all tell all. A hundred percent. And there's nothing better when a review gets put up. And then you get to read everybody's comments about it. Um, you know, and, there's, uh, and what you're doing is kind of cutting the middle part out where you're putting up a cigar, the consumer's trying, and then they're telling, you're telling us what they thought about it the previous month. Uh, sorry, the previous season. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's just a great thing. So, yeah, yeah, I really, I really, you know, Brian, that's a great comment. And I 100% agree. Well, and it's interesting what you say about, you know, Steve and Dunbarton, because in the last two issues, there he's had a cigar in there. At both times, highest rated cigar. You know, I mean, I'm just like, come on. Can someone can someone take this from him? You know, he's getting too cocky, I feel like. Well, he said he smokes like 10 cigars a day. And his second cigar is not his. But other than that, he always smokes his own cigars. And I can see why. Oh, yeah. I, no surprise there. I mean, he's... It's an animal when it comes to cigars. He, he's he's got the passion though. He, he does, and you can't you can't knock that at all. You have to respect it, and uh, it's you know passion is, is really what what gets you ahead. And you can what, definitely tell that when you talk with him in person how passionate he is about it. One just very honest and straightforward. You know he's speaking the truth to you. You know Absolutely. he's just sugarcoat things. Not at all. And he's one of those people who I mean he'll be honest with you. He'll do. I accused him. I accused him of sugarcoating something once. Uh, yeah yeah oh, we, we yeah we all know how that ended <laughs> yeah, i mean he's he's admitted you know there's there's cigars that he went through like 
over a hundred test blends of before he put it out. It came out. It's on shelves right now. You can buy it. And he's like, I'm still working on it. <laughs> it's like he just doesn't stop. <laughs> and it, it's a good quality to have. It is though. And that's you know, honestly that's one of the keys to being successful is just having the passion, sticking with it. Don't you know, just don't give up. Keep keep working on it. Keep bettering yourself and, and whatever it is that you do. Um I have a question from the comments section here. Um uh, from Cy Sweeney. Is your group on Facebook called Ash Quarterly Ratings Club? We just launched the Facebook group for that. But yeah, that is that is us. So, so people can find um, you over there too. Yeah. So and that's just we want to create more conversations around ratings and opinions of cigars, even if it's ones that aren't what we include. You know, I mean, that's only four cigars a month. That's not that much. So whatever you're having, get on there, you know, rate it. Preferably use the same system we're using so it's cohesive and everyone can kind of relate to it, but have that conversation, you know, without our side of it. Because I, I think it's it's been interesting to me, and it's shown me even more why I shouldn't be the only one rating cigars. Because I'll rate the cigars first. As soon as we, you know, before we even ship them out, I'll go through it, and I'm like, okay, this is this, this is that. And I love seeing the ratings come in and comparing to what I thought, and I'm like, man, we did not agree on that one at all, you know? I mean, right, sometimes right. it's a point, but sometimes – be like a three or four point difference on something um so you know i think it's neat to be able to have that conversation as a group um again we just started it so it's super small right now it's not a, a big thing that we're doing we just want to have fun and connect a little more right absolutely i mean i think you guys are on the right track you guys have something special um Thank i'm you. excited to see where it goes and i and i love the concept behind it too it's it's just so different and you know being different is is always a, a good thing, no matter what people tell you. Being different gives gives, gives somebody a different perspective. Uh, yeah. It's always it's always important. Um, with that, we do have to hit our sports segment uh, before we wrap up the show. Our sports segment is brought to you by none other than our friends at Novus Cigar. If you head over to NovusCigar.com, you can use our discount code to save fifteen percent off of your order, and that's S M K T A B fifteen. At NovaCigar.com, say 50% off of your order. Um, John, you have been absent, and this is where your uh, strong suit is, right here in the, uh, the sports corner. Not sure what all that was, but so <laughs> so that was a um, a bike going down the street. Um, yeah, you know, it's been so baseball. I, everybody, every sports team I love right now, everything's going great for them. It seems like. Um, the Bruins are playing great. They just, they just picked up I mean, uh, Taylor Hall, which was a ridiculous pickup. A guy was the MVP four years ago um, in the NHL. I mean, he's ridiculous. Uh, so that's huge. The Celtics are on a big winning streak. They've won like seven of eight, and they're playing incredible back in the playoff run. Um, the Red Sox are on fire right now. The Patriots just signed half the NFL's free agents. Um, you know, that's really been what I've been focused on. For sports, the last the last probably two weeks, I said I've been absent the last two weeks, but I've been watching a ton of Celtics basketball, and I've been following the Red Sox more this year than I have in past years, simply because uh, Alex Cora is back. Um, the team's just really good. They seem to be having a lot of fun, and I think that's one of the things that Alex Cora brings to it. Um, but obviously, most of the sports I talk about are Boston sports. Uh, optionals, optional uh, workouts started in the NFL. Cam Newton's going strong there. I think one of the cool things going on in sports, it's cigar-related at the same time, is Cam Newton has a new show that's on BET online called Sip and Smoke. 
mm. where he's highlighting cigars with certain guests. What a, what a great um, ambassador for the premium cigar lifestyle um, that is. And to have him involved, and I've been really enjoying that. So bringing sports and cigars together, that for me has been something really fun to follow the last uh, the last few weeks there. Did, did you happen to see the one he did with Steve Harvey? Yeah, that was his first episode. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. And I really, I really liked that conversation. I liked that setting. And it's, you know, Steve Harvey's also, you know, huge cigar smoker. And I just, I loved his response. I forget what the exact question was, but Cam asked him something about, you know, smoking cigars or why he does it or something like that. And he was like, you know, a lot of people will tell you they smoke the cigars. And I'm very paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of, you know, people tell you they smoke the cigars, you know, they want to enjoy the flavor, the taste. He goes, for me, I don't, I don't give a shit about the taste. For me, it's, it's that time to just mm-hmm. relax. And just reflect well, on my thoughts. Yeah, he's sitting also was kind of like congratulate himself. You know, he's like, when I have a cigar, yeah. it's to enjoy myself, enjoy what I've done. I thought that was really unique. I, I, he said, you know, I think he does like the flavor because he smokes them quite regularly. But we got the <laughs> point. It was a little cringy when he said it. I was like, eh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm like, but, really? No, but, <laughs> but it was really the same point. And uh, but 100%. And, and it, it was just really fun to watch that. And they say he's got he's got several episodes coming up. I think the new one's out now. Uh, but what, what a unique way to bring sports together, and what a great ambassador for premium cigars right now. But hey, I, I do I do have to bid adieu on the show just just for a bit. There's a 911 situation on uh, an LFD related event. It's nothing poor. Uh, you will see me actively on something else here shortly. But a guest, a guest is take a guess. A guest is running it's... behind on uh, the McAuliffe Ambassador Show, which started at eight. So you got to tag um, in, cover. So I'm tagging in for a short period of time. But Jason, Rebecca, thank you so much. We'll see you when uh, when we do the Smoke and Tobacco Florida tour. Um, yeah, yeah really great things you're doing, and I'd like to talk more about that and how we can be involved too. So uh, great job, and thanks for being guests. And I will uh, I will see you guys uh, next week. But uh, I have to bid adieu for now. No, thank you. Bye, John. Bye, John. <laughs> and just like that, he's gone. Um, so, yeah, so there's our sports uh, wrap-up for the week. I, I didn't even jump in on that because I'm like, he's been gone for two weeks. It's not really his segment. Kind of made it his segment, though. So I'm just I was like, I'm going <laughs> to let him run with it and just do his thing. Um, so that's sports for the week. Uh, we, we are getting towards the end of the show, so we will wrap up soon. But, guys, really quick, just wanted to say thank you for coming on. It's been Thank you for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, especially, you know, we, we have – you know, all sorts of and shapes and forms of, of people from the industry on the show. And it's always nice to have more of like our peers on the show, people from the media side, people who, yeah. who do the things, you know, I know we're kind of doing different things, but we're all in the, we're in the same boat, um, you know, versus, you know, when you have like the manufacturers or reps or whoever on uh, it's, it's always a different kind of show. It's a fun show for me. It's, kind of like what are you doing and like you know what what do you guys got going what are your ideas so uh, it's fun and it's good stuff and you guys are doing something really cool and something really special and i like how you have such a different approach um i remember you know going through the the magazine and just being like wow this is really nice and it's it's nice quality magazine this there's nice content in there um and, and i like how it's not this this giant book that you flip through and it's like advertisement 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 oh tatuaje that's just, I mean, I know about Tatuaje, but okay. And then you just go through and you're like, oh, okay, here's a story. And then one, two pages, and then you're back to six pages of ads. And then it's like, okay. And then there's some ad for something that's not even related in there. And 
<laughs> so on and so forth. And then you go to the ratings and it's all like 92, 94, 93. And it's the same cigars that they review every year. <laughs> and, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, and people like it. And, you know, but you guys have a nice different approach. I was going to say for some of the couple, too, as well. What was that? It's nice having another couple, too, doing this. Oh, well, thank you. That is kind of you to say from a, from another cigar couple. There's not there's not many of them that we encounter. I think you're the first like couple on like the media side we've had. Have we had any other couples on? No, but there's I can think of one or two other couples, but there's few few and far between. Well, sure. this is my second one. I'm I'm trying to get used to it cuz I'm normally a shy person. I'm normally shy. I'm not shy in person, <laughs> but when it comes to this, I usually Wait, shy. It took Nicole a while before she was ready to really be on screen, and now she does it every week. So it, it grows on you, I guess, but it's definitely a superpower to have. The couple, excuse me, the couple dynamic, it's a, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good, um, what am I looking for? Why am I blanking on the word? I don't know, I'm not helping. It's a good tactic, it's a good tactic to have, it's a good trait to have, um, you know, so thank you. That's that's you know we we and it's fun when you when you are a couple and you do it together because it's like at times yes it there's there's frustrations and stuff that comes with anything you do but it's nice to do these things you know with you know your partner in life you know not that you you can't do it without them but it makes it a little bit more special so um, it you know it's cigars all the time for us almost well almost all the time um, I don't know about you guys but you know it's it's it, our world is like our jobs and then cigars and then that little bit of other time is like our away time, downtime. Well, so. he would smoke cigars for like two or three hours long and I would just get like frustrated just sitting there. So eventually I was like, I'm going to smoke one and he handed me a Connecticut and I'm like, Oh my God, this, I don't like it. So he got me into it and now we have like one or two a day. So, and it's our downtime together as a couple to talk about, even though we're together every day because of COVID and together for 13 years, like last week. And it's just, it's still really nice downtime for both of us. Cause we meet a lot of people that they only them smoke, not their other half. So I'm glad that we both do it together. Yeah. That's really I'm, nice. Like, I don't like the smell. I'm not going to smoke with my husband, but I like it. I like it too. It's fun. We started yeah. to do it pretty early on in our relationship. He handed me an Atabay. That was my first cigar. So I was spoiled from oh. the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't have been that way. <laughs> I and I liked but it. That's what I happen to have. And she wanted to try it. I'm like, um, all right. Yeah. Okay. We'll start here. <laughs> he was like, oh, you like it? Yeah. Well, when I first started, he gave me like a C note, whatever. And I really loved it. And then like two or three months ago, I had it and it was so disgusting. And I like my palate has really changed from the beginning. Yeah. And I think that's something that doesn't get talked about enough um, is how, especially with like newer smokers, what they smoked and what they had and what they kind of started with. And then they go through this journey where they start smoking everything to just see what's out there and learn and develop their palate. And then they'll go back and they'll smoke those few cigars from the beginning that they were like, oh, I love these. And then you'll go, oh, I don't like this at all. Oh, I'd, ra yeah. I'd rather have this. And it's because you've, you've trained your palate. Um, and I think that doesn't get talked about enough. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's a really good point. Um, but anyway, so we are going to wrap up the show. Yes. Um, guys, 
thank you for coming on. It's been a great show, great conversation. Check out Ash Quarterly. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff. Really nice magazine. Get in the subscription. You guys said you haven't you haven't shut off the the cigar subscription yet, but no, no, we haven't shut it off yet. So there's still the recurring option that people can go in, and anyone that's in under that recurring option, when we do cut that off, they'll be grandfathered in. So they'll get it every month regardless. Uh, the idea is though that we want more than just the same people every single month. So that's kind of partially why we want to switch it up as well. Yeah, you know, more palettes, more opinions. It's always good. Yeah, yeah. Keep a nice rotation. Um, so go check them out. Don't forget to head over to smokingtobacco.com and check out the raffle and the fundraiser. Get your raffle tickets. Check out our swag on our swag store. Uh, next Wednesday is our one-year anniversary spectacular. Uh, the winners will be announced on that show, and as we mentioned before, there will be some special guests and some very special things from everyone involved. Um, so don't forget to check that out. Like and subscribe on YouTube, as always. And uh, guys, before we close out, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the floor to you guys. You guys have the mic. Any announcements? Anything special you want to say? Anything you guys have that you haven't talked about coming out or anything you want to say? Um, the floor is yours. Uh, nothing new that we didn't already mention. The lounges is the big thing for us coming up. Um, but like you said, make sure you get in there, sign up before we do start cutting it off. Um, and then even if you just want to go back and look at what we've done, the digital copies are always free online. So check it out. Every issue we've done is on there. Um, you can see how much it's changed uh, for the better. You know, the first one is is pretty ugly. We'll get back at it. So don't judge us on that one. Judge us I on know the feeling. more recent ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you guys for having us on. I was going to say, if you want, it's not going to be anything like what Fuente is giving you, but we'd be happy to send you guys some stuff for the raffle. We have like some cigar journals, have some old copies of the magazine. Do a big bundle of stuff, some cigars, if you want. Sure. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's very generous. That's all. If you, yeah, that that of course. I mean, any, anything that you know helps the cause, I, we appreciate that. Yeah. I'll I'll put some together and I'll get it out to you tomorrow. So it's there well, in time. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate that, and you know everyone else that's involved um, in the fundraiser, I, I'm I know appreciates that too. It's uh, so far it's been a huge success, and we're just so blessed to even just have the opportunity. So thank you guys. We really appreciate that. Thank you guys for what you're doing. It's great. Um, And guys, with that, we're going to wrap up. As always, stay smoky. Keep it real. And we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. See you. Thanks.